Welcome to the Doing Hard Things podcast. We've all heard that we can do hard things, but what about when it coincides with a cooperative and philanthropic spirit? That's where we find purpose-driven business at the crossroads of hard things and heart things. I'm your host, Amanda Mazzo. I'm an artist and business owner and have been my own boss for more than 15 years. I'm also a purpose mentor to collegiate juniors and seniors, and am so inspired by conversations around who people are becoming versus what they're achieving. My guest today is Lauren Taves. Lauren is the owner of Taves Digital, a social media marketing agency in Nashville, Tennessee. With a background in the music industry, she discovered her passion for helping the artists market themselves online, which eventually led to her establishing her own business in 2016. Harnessing a blend of creativity and strategic expertise, Lauren has nurtured Taves Digital into a trusted team that consistently delivers results for clients across diverse industries. We're so glad you're here. Now let's get to the heart of it. Welcome to Doing Heart Things, Lauren Taves. Did I say it right? <laughs> yeah. Taves. Okay, so it's T-O-E-W-S, but it's yeah. pronounced Taves. It is, yeah. Okay. I, I'm married into that one. So. I love it. Hey, I know how that goes. Yeah, that's right. Mazo. yeah. yeah. You're, yours, you can kind of see how to pronounce it, you know? You know what's funny, though? People, I think the double Z really mm. throws people off. <laughs> what do they say? Um, anything Mazo. from, yes, anything from Mazo, Mazu, Matzo, Mazo. Interesting. Mazio. I mean, I did a little reel about it because I was like, it really is just as easy. <laughs> it's just <laughs> as easy as it looks. It's a short A, Mazo. Yeah. That's smart to do a reel on it. Maybe I should do that on my business account. There you, <laughs> yeah. there you go. Well, I'm I'm really glad that we could sit down and do this. As we were saying before, I think the last time that we even saw each other was on Zoom, but it's been yep. years and years since we've been in the same room. So this oh. is a treat. Yeah. It's nice to see people in person. Right. Uh, I mean, there was the whole 2020 thing, but then like, I also work from home by myself with my child. <laughs> um, so it's nice to get out of the house. This is a great excuse to leave home and <laughs> see other humans and feel a little bit like, you know, a real person again. Right. So. <laughs> Do you find yourself, um, forgetting this is going to come off no, this no, is going to come off fine. terrible. And I'm only, I'm thinking about myself in 2020. I was telling somebody the other day, just being kind of in isolation, my, I was losing my social skills, oh, like 100%. not being able to complete full sentences like an adult. So I was just wondering. Like, yeah. I mean, that might've been me before 2020 as well, but it's got even worse for sure. <laughs> yeah. I remember there was a big adjustment period too. And I was so crazy careful during 2020. Mm-hmm. I was trying, I don't know. I just wanted to my husband has type one diabetes. So I was oh, kind of, yeah. I was so nervous and honestly probably too nervous about it. And I, I went like spraying down the groceries, all the things It took me a while to get too. out of that. Yeah. And, you know, how to interact with people and shaking people's hands. Yeah. I mean, there was things. no, there was no right way or wrong. I mean, I guess there were a lot of wrong ways, but like no really sure. like one set right way. So yeah. we were all just doing the <laughs> we best all figured we could. It out. Yeah. No, we're here. So we're here. <laughs> we're here. Yes. Yes. This is a treat. So, um, we're here today to talk about purpose-driven business. And one of the things, as I was telling you before, I'm just really intrigued with the stories behind what people do and why they do what they do and how they got there. So I know, um, that you started in the music industry. Yeah. So I would love to just hear that whole journey and what drove you to start working for yourself. 
Yeah, um, that's uh, <laughs> it's a loaded question. <laughs> yeah, like, where do I start there? Uh, well, so I, you know, I came to Nashville and I went to Belmont and I wanted to. Woo. I originally wanted to be a country singer, then I changed it to pop, and then I just really wanted to be in the music industry yeah. in general. So um, I loved music. I am not a good enough singer to make it in music, but um, I loved the creativity of it. Um, but I started working in artist management because I thought that would be, you know, I'd learn about it and then eventually I'd be a singer, but then I dropped that uh, that goal a while, <laughs> a while <laughs> into it. Um, but I, I enjoyed working in the music industry. I just kind of did day-to-day artist management. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that, I helped a lot of the artists with their socials, just somebody needed to put a post online. So, you know, I started doing that and just realized I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually from there, I kind of <laughs> needed to make more money because, you know, I was working in the music industry. <laughs> so, um, I just started part-time like on the side. Um, I got a client, it was a wedding sparklers company. It was very random. Oh, wow. That's very niche. <laughs> it was actually on the Belmont, uh, like they have a job board or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. So I just applied and I would do that, you know, whenever I got home from work, I would start doing that work just to make more money. And it was fun because I realized I just enjoyed that part, the creative aspect. And I think that's really, you know, when I wanted to be a singer, it was really about the creativity mm-hmm. um, and doing something fun like that. And so I think that just kind of bled into social media in a way, even though it's a, it's a different thing, but still that I think that the base of it is the creativity. Yeah. So yeah, I started doing that. And then eventually, um, I moved from there to work for a social media company to learn more. Uh, I, which I thought was like my dream job. I was very excited about it. Uh, I learned a lot there, <laughs> but, uh, I actually got fired. So, <laughs> um, people are like, how did you start your business? I'm like, well, I was kind of forced to, because I was fired from my job. Um, I put my all into it. I was obsessed with it and I still just, uh, just didn't work out. And, How old um, were you at this job? Uh, 26. I think I had just gotten married and I was working for oh, this wow. company and it was like a few months after I got married and then I got fired and then they ended up firing the entire Nashville office. So it made me feel, better. You feel it wasn't a little bit just better. Me. <laughs> yeah. But I was just, you know, forced into it. Yeah. And so from there I started applying for jobs. And then I also was like, I really think I could do this on my own. Cause I did learn a lot at the mm-hmm. company, even though it was a, you know, a, a tough environment. I learned what I wanted to do and what I didn't yeah. want to do. That's important. That's just um, as important. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the main things that I kind of saw was everyone in our office was so nice in our office. And then there was the New York office. And they were the ones that were kind of, you know, there was like oh, where the head was uh-huh. and there was just a lack of communication really is what it boiled down mm, to. Mm-hmm. But I saw that and I saw all the people around me being miserable and I really wanted to protect them. And I, I did, I tried to stand up for them and that's why I ended up getting, oh, no. <laughs> I'm sure I didn't do, I was, I probably didn't do it in the best way. I don't even remember exactly, but I just. You know, I, I was trying my best. And um, so that went down and then everyone else ended up getting fired too. But I wanted to take care of those people. Yeah. I just thought I can do this, um, which might be naive. I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, so I ended up starting my own business and I just had this like thought in my mind that I wanted to create a great work environment for people. Mm. I wanted to eventually hire people and it to be fun and uh, just for them to not be really stressed out when they come to work and do fun, creative work and then also be able to go home and not have this huge weight on their shoulders yes. type of thing. So, so that was important. kind of 
yeah, what I had in the back of my mind, of course, I wanted that for myself as yeah. well. So, <laughs> yes. yeah, so I applied for jobs and I tried to get clients at the same time and I ended up getting more clients and no job. So how <laughs> interesting. How yeah, I um, your story in a way is, is similar to mine. Oh. I started I mean, like you and I had talked about before, like I knew that I really wanted to work for myself. I did not know what that was going to look like. Um, but I had taken some jobs with a couple nonprofits, like right out of college. And the second nonprofit that I worked for, my boss was retiring. I did not know that when I accepted the job, I went in, you know, where uh, this is why I asked about the age, because I think as 20 somethings, we're like, we know everything. Like we're so wise. (laughs) And I went in very confidently and said, I think we should do like a relationship where I'm working remotely. Like I'm working freelance for you. And he was like, no, I really think you should be in the office. Fine. Totally fine. At the end of the year, he was like, I'm retiring. This may be a good time for you to start your business. Oh, interesting. So (laughs) even though I wasn't really fired in a way, it was it just that act of pushing you out of your comfort zone, because I don't know as a 20 something, and this may be true for you too, as a 20 something, um, especially a newlywed, right? Like you said, you had just gotten married. Would we have taken those leaps on our own? I don't know. Maybe it took somebody to really push us out, but then I don't know if you feel this way. I certainly do. I have never looked back. I mean, there it's been a roller coaster, but (laughs) you know, that's, self-employment, but right. um, I mean, I've, I've looked at the job boards every now and then. <laughs> don't get me wrong. <laughs> you gotta see what's out there. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Like down month. Like, oh, consistency yeah. would be nice. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the thrill in that? Right. But then you realize, and then you think it through really, what does that mean going yeah. into, you know, an office at 8am? I'm like, Oh, I don't know if I can do that. That's a deal breaker. I yeah. <laughs> I'd much rather be doing yeah. this at 8am than. Yeah, exactly. This is way better. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me what a typical work day looks like for you. You know, it's, it's a little different day to day, especially since I have my son at home with me now. It's, it's a lot different. Um, but typically, you know, I like take care of him in the morning and stuff. And then once he goes down for his first nap, it's like run to the computer and <laughs> sit down, you know, check emails, all that. Mm-hmm. And then I just have a running to-do list. I used to schedule when I didn't have a baby, I would schedule out my day like minute by minute. And I would, you know, keep track of my calendar and I would have everything, uh, just kind of planned out in Google calendar. And I try to stick to that. Now that's not possible. So now I just have a running to do list of top priorities. And then I just jump on that as quickly as possible, which is, uh, right now, you know, it's a lot of, the client relations and those Mm -hmm. types of things and Mm -hmm. trying to get new clients. Uh, and then I do a little bit of work in the business as well. So some of the social media posts and things like that, that's kind of what I work on. Yeah. Um, and then whenever my son does wake up, which <laughs> is usually sooner than I need for my business uh, work. So I'll usually, you know, take care of him, give him the bottle and I'll be like giving him the bottle with one hand and then working on my phone with my other hand, trying to just kind of simultaneously Yeah. Like editing reels. Cause you can, I can edit on my phone pretty easily with little apps and things like that. So that's what I've kind of been doing a little bit of, but whatever I can do on my phone, that's when I do that. Gosh, that's amazing. (laughs) The, um, the, like how far technology has come just to be able to, you have, we have this like 
massively powerful tool that we can just yeah. hold in our hand. Yeah. Cause you gotta wow. be able to work with one hand if you're holding the bottle. With yeah. the other, Cause he'll sit in his little high chair and he's getting better at holding the bottle now, which is giving me more freedom. <laughs> So good. Before it used to be, you know, nursing him and I would have two hands because I would just hold him on me and then <laughs> go at it that way. But this is a lot easier. So. That's so good. Yeah. What is one thing um, that starting your business did that you didn't initially expect? Oh, gosh, that's a, that's a good <laughs> There's so much, I feel like. Um, I think, you know, when I went into starting a business, there's a little bit of naiveness that it's going to be easy to get clients. Yeah. Uh, and you know, in the back of your mind, that's probably not true, but if you, if I fully knew, <laughs> you know, those details, I don't know if I would started it mm. because I think it's good to kind of go into a business a little bit naive. Otherwise, if you think of all the things that will go wrong, you probably will never do it. Mm -hmm. It's like too much information. So you just got to go for it. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I think I, I have the, the client relations part of trying to get new clients, the sales piece, I didn't realize I was going to be a salesperson. I didn't think about that part. You know, I just, you know, I'll do the work. I can do the work. Um, I love that part. And I love talking to people, but the sales of, you know, hire me. Agreed. I hate that so Agreed. Much. And so I try to do it my own way, but I just end up not being pushy at all, which I think, you know, there's some element of sales to, you know, the follow up and things like that. I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't want to bug people. Oh, please no. Like, I'll just, yeah, it's totally fine. I literally said to some people, like, if it's not for you, that's totally fine. You know, we don't, you know, whatever's best for you is what yeah. I end up going in as, but one day I will hire a salesperson. So I don't have to do that. <laughs> yeah. I think I always think like everybody has their strength. Um, sales is not necessarily mine, but I think that it's the, it's our traditional view of sales Maybe. because for me, it's more relationship based. And I would rather be friends with somebody any day. Like, yeah. Let's go have <laughs> coffee and talk about what I do and what you do. Um, and maybe we can work together yeah. and I'm, I'm that's the same better. way. Like if we, if, if it's not for you, it's not for you and that's okay. There are a ton of other people out there that do what I do. Yeah. Um, maybe not as well, but I'm just uh, kidding. Yeah, <laughs> no, I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's one of the things it's like whenever you get a client and they don't really want to, if they're stressed about it, if it's too much money for them or if it's, you know, if it's just something they're doing because they think they should do it and they don't truly want to, a lot of times those are being bad relationships and they end mm -hmm. anyway. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you really do want that client that wants to be a client. Yeah. A good fit. Yeah. Like a really good, I'm, I'm thinking about, um, we, one of our clients is a recruiter. And so we're talking a lot about the fit for the company culture and like that good fit. But I think when you're, when you have your own business and you maybe don't, you know, I don't have this huge company. There isn't, I mean, I guess there's a culture, but it's just the two of us full time. And so, but you really want that same kind of yeah. chemistry I yeah, think, definitely. with a, yeah, with the client. I think that's smart. Yeah. You need to be able to communicate well with them. I mean, we've had clients where they don't know really what they want. And so it's mm. hard to figure out what they want. And, you know, so it's just those relationships end anyway. So it's, you're kind of right. It's more of the build the relationship first. And then if it's a good fit, it's going to be a long-term fit, which is a better That's client. Great. Yeah. We, we love our long-term clients that we, you really get to know them and then you know the ins and outs of their business more. And so you can create better social media content for them. If you 
know their business best. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's a little bit of that consistency that you were wanting (laughs) too on the front end. (laughs) Yeah. Well, speaking of like the front end of your business, I mean, we talked about the necessity, um, of why you built your business because you kind of had to, or maybe you just like, you know, fell into it. Um, wanting to provide for other people, but how did you build it? So I'm thinking about values and I know you have a team. How was that something you premeditated? How did you do that? Yeah, not, not a lot of premeditation, a little bit of just jumping in and doing it, which is kind of the way I work. I think best because I think if I overthink, then I just freeze up and don't move. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I think in the back of my mind, I had these ideas of what I wanted to look like, but there was no written out vision statement or anything like that. Yeah, Um, I've gone through some of those Donald Miller things and he always has like the the mission statement, all these things. I'm like, I guess I should do that six (laughs) years in, but uh, still haven't really done it. But I mean, for me, I think at the root of it, I wanted to create an environment, you know, that's good for, for me, for my employees Mm -hmm. and that, but I've always just wanted to help people. And so I think it really comes from a place of service and that's most important. You know, you want to serve your clients well. So right. it's a balance of really, really serving the clients well, creating great content for them and just being consistent for them. And then, you know, also doing that for your employees and, you know, trying to create a good environment for them. But then I think the additional piece is I really value just people that do what they say they're going to do. Yes. Preach. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it, I mean, when that comes to meeting deadlines and saying, if I tell you the content is going to be here on this day, it's going to be there on that day. Yeah. It drives me crazy when people don't deliver. I don't know. Is the deadlines drive me wild. So that's really yeah. important to me. We, we have a little internal saying, which now I guess I'm telling the world. <laughs> yes. No, get lost. Yeah. You know, um, because if it is a no, or it is a like, get lost. I never want to see you again. Kind of statement. I would rather know. Yeah. Just yeah, tell me, exactly. just tell me. And if it's a yes, awesome. Let's roll. Like let's run. Right. But, um, I think people, especially here in Tennessee or maybe in the South, wait, where are you from by the way? North Carolina. Okay. So kind of like Appalachia, like still yeah. East coast, like yeah, kind I of mean, in this region. I, I feel like people are, I'm, I'm from Georgia. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're raised to be kind and we're not trying to be rude. And so I think that in, in this area, especially maybe not with everybody, but with a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to hurt your feelings. Oh, oh yeah. A hundred percent. So you say the nice thing. You're like, yeah. yeah. So like a no to them would be, yeah. Or if they have a problem with the agreement or whatever, mm-hmm. they don't want to tell you. Yeah. Dance around it a little yeah. bit. Which is harder to, which I mean, I, I'm guilty of that sometimes too. I don't want to hurt someone's feelings yeah, of course. ever. And so, yeah, it, but there's a way to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, I think that just being who you say you are and yeah. doing what you say you're going to do is really important. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I think those are kind of the main, the main things, you know, that's outside of what we actually do, but that's the the base. So that I want to start from the core. Yeah, Yeah. that's good. Yeah. Brene Brown says clear is kind. Yes, And so I I love love that that's like a good place. That's a great place to start. So social media being kind of this necessary evil 
Um, <laughs> to me, to me, not to, I, those are my words. Oh, I um, think a lot of people feel that way. You think? Yeah, definitely. I constantly hear that, especially I, as I'm talking to people about doing their social yeah. media. Everyone's just like, I hate it. I hate it. And I'm, that's what we're here that's for. That's why you're so here. You don't have to do it. Yeah. But yeah. It's definitely a common thing. And it's not just you. And I hate it sometimes too, but I'm, I mostly like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. But I'm curious, like with all the things that we see, you know, sometimes we see stuff in the news about, um, I mean, I won't get into it, but, um, you know, privacy and things like that. And yeah. that's, that's where I'm coming from. Like this, this icky kind of underbelly of social media. Yeah. What, keeps you going in the middle of all that when this is your day in, day out, what you do and the heart of your business. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that sometimes it does drive me crazy, you know, and mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, oh, I get a little bit burnt out. But at the end of the day, I think that people think that it's so evil and there's so much negative things on there. But yeah. if that's the case, if there's so much negativity, then there's so much room to have positivity and like break through that. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think I just look at it as like, I want to create content that makes people happy or, you know, that I, that uplifts people. So if that is the thing that people are getting so down on it, then let's be the part that makes their day. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Why not? Because there, I feel like there's more opportunity when the sea is, you know, going a different direction. Yeah. That's a bad analogy, but no, no, that's good. Yeah. Uh, and I'm hearing you talk about like when we talked about values, translating those to your team and then even translating those into your work and therefore, you know, to your clients, mm-hmm. how do you translate those things that really mean something to you? Those values that you've brought into your business. Yeah. How do you, oh, how do you do that to your child? <laughs> oh man, he's 10 months. So I haven't started the process. <laughs> you've got some time to think about it. <laughs> yeah. I am. I'm not sure yet honestly mm-hmm. like how i'm going to approach all of that with him um but i think you know just living by example is you know the number one starting point for him and then oh gosh i don't know when we're going to let him have social media if we ever do <laughs> uh, and i show him on my social media but i only show like the back of his head right so i never show his face for now that's just i mean that could change in the future but that's just kind of how we've started to slowly do that and mm-hmm. kind of so it incorporates my mom life side, but, you know, keeps his privacy and then also, you know, leaves him to have a choice. I don't mind when p- other people do that. Sure. But that's just kind of how we're going to slowly approach it until we figure it out and things, you know, things are going to constantly change with social media, too. Yes. So, yeah, that's going to be an interesting thing that I, I'm. I mean, it's kind of like business ownership. I'm going to be learning as I go. Yeah. And, and thankfully, my husband's, you know, so involved in He's so smart and analytical. So I have a good partner in figuring that out. And I think that's going to be, you know, a big deal because I'm a little bit more of the personality that's like, oh, I'll share all my things. (laughs) And, you know, I'm an open book. If you want to ask me questions, I'll tell you. Um, So he's a good balance to me doing that analytical side. Uh, so I think that's going to be beneficial in the yeah. future. And he doesn't even have social media. I mean, he does. I made him an Instagram, but there are no posts on it. So your husband yeah. doesn't have a social media. Yeah. And that's what I do. So it's hilarious. Sometimes he shows up on mine. He'll participate, but he's not really <laughs> interested in doing it himself at all. It's so funny. We're very uh, different in that aspect. That's an interesting balance. I love that. Yeah. Um, and speaking of balance, you know, we've talked a little bit about your hashtag mom life. Um, (laughs) so, and that's your newest role. Um, 
I'm thinking about how entrepreneurs often co-mingle their business life and their personal life. And you've talked about that a little bit. I hate to even mention the word balance because (laughs) that feels unattainable to me, but how do you do that? How do you handle both? Yeah. Uh, that's something I'm working through right now. And I had this, so I, I do have this kind of in the back of my mind, this thing that I feel like when people say you can't do it, I just, I just want to, well, <laughs> anyway. let me show you. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'll do it, you know? And cause I really want to do both. I mm. love being a mom. I love being with him 24 seven. Uh, my mother-in-law has been in town and watching him and I miss him oh. and, and, and he's in the other room playing and having a great time with her, but I already miss him. Um, so I love that, but I also love being creative and, you know, running a business. I, it's kind of difficult to figure that out, how to do both because you can't do both full time. It's right. I've, I've been trying to, and it hasn't been possible. So like you said, there is no exact balance, but it's a good thing to, you know, kind of work towards, yeah. um, just not be so hard on yourself when you don't achieve it because you're not going to. So I think it's a mindset thing and one that I have yet to figure out. Uh, it's something that right now I'm, I'm trying to figure out, do I probably need care for him? And cause I've been doing it by myself for the most part. And I just finally hit a wall and, you know, realized I can't work full time and be a mom full time. And I think that's, that was going back to, I think that I can do it. And, you know, I'm going to, I'm going yeah. to, and then I, I really burned myself out to be totally honest. Oh, wow. Um, so it's, it's been a, a challenge. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. that's, that's interesting. Um, I'm not a mom. I have a cat, (laughs) but, (laughs) but it's the same kind of concept. I think, um, a lot of business owners or maybe, you know, people who aren't business owners and just having a professional life, like it's really, yeah, it's really hard to ask for help. Yeah. But when you get to a point where you do, I mean, we realize like we all, (laughs) we all need help. Oh yeah. Well, and that's one of the things that uh, a lot of people are always saying, you know, being a mom is hard and yes, it absolutely is. But I was under the impression that people didn't like the, the amount of negativity I saw online about being a mom. Oh wow. It made me think, Oh, do people not like being a mom? And so I was really nervous about that because I was like, I've always wanted to be a mom. Oh, and, wow. and so when I did it, I've once I kind of started this and working at the same time, I realized it's not the mom part that is so hard that that um, can burn you out, which I mean, maybe a little bit, but it's it's all the other things. It's trying to carry on your life the exact same way you did before. It's 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 the cooking the meals. It's the cleaning the house. So I it's those kind of things. I'm like, maybe that's what I need help with because I want to be with him, yeah. you know, and I want to do this and that. But yeah, it's so just the I like carrying everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 the overload of things. It's not the kid, you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm thinking about all the stages of life, motherhood included, and how purpose may sometimes evolve through those different stages. I'm curious, what does purpose mean to you now? And how are you pursuing that in life and or your business? Yeah, (laughs) I feel like that's such a, I want to have the perfect answer for, (laughs) because it's a, you know, you're the purpose of your life. I think part of purpose is, you know, trying to find that Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like your purpose is trying to find your purpose. Um, but I mean, at the root of it for me, I think I kind of mentioned a little bit earlier, I really love helping people. And so that can be, that can go into business that can go into motherhood. Um, right now I would say my main focus is 
trying to keep my child alive and, you know, <laughs> raising him. And, um, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a pretty big deal. And, but part of that, that I was kind of pushing aside for a long time when I, you know, when I've had him is that I also have to take care of myself so that I can take care of him. Mm. And part of that is working. I like working. And I was kind of pushing that to the side. I wasn't focusing as much on working and, you know, recently I had somebody watch him so I could go out on a, on site and record some social media stuff. And I came back so refreshed Oh wow. and I took way better care of him. I was in positive, it was so positive, you know, cause I did something for myself and it, I felt guilty doing it in the first place, leaving him. I didn't want to leave him. And then I was like, wow, this is great. Like I, I should do both, you know, maybe yeah. get some occasional care for him. And then I'm a better business owner and I'm a better mom. So I think mm-hmm. That's kind of part of it and just figuring out how to pursue that purpose and that and how to, um, you know, take better care of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it, it feels selfish to take care of yourself sometimes. But. but isn't, I mean, I think it's true that if you keep your cup full, yeah. you can continue pouring out to other people. Yeah. And I've heard that a million times, right? But I didn't really believe it and so <laughs> I was forced to kind of partake in that and realizing wow I'm a different person today than yeah. I was yesterday and oh, wow. just actually the the real life example of that for for myself okay so we have a segment here on doing heart things oh boy <laughs> <laughs> it's a, just a little game it's called pick a card any card okay. so we've got a purple pyramid a red check mark green clover yellow star, pink heart, blue diamonds, and orange arrows. So pick a card, any card. Um, I'm going to go for the, the orange. The orange, yes. the orange arrows. I just okay. really like the arrows, I think. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're very high tech here. Yes, I see. I love um, it. <laughs> that, I drew it. Um, okay, so the question on the orange arrows card is, what is something new you've learned about yourself in the last three months. Oh, <laughs> not to put you on the spot. Yeah. So, I mean, I, well, it kind of just honestly ties right back into what I was just saying at the, that I have to, that I, I love working and I love my son and um, it's okay to do both and take a break from being a mom, not from being a mom, but you know, letting someone else care for my kid. Yeah. Um, but the, the taking care of myself and I, in finding out what that actually means, because it's not just, you know, like, having a massage or something. It it was actually working, which is so funny. That was taking care of myself recently. Um, and just kind of figuring out the best way to do that. That's something that I've learned that it's okay to do both. Yeah. It's yeah. It's a, another form of self-care, you know, on socials, we see self-care is the massages, the spas. I got one of those. It didn't really (laughs) help my burnout actually. (laughs) But just doing things that you really enjoy can be self-care too. Yeah. Even if that's working. Right. Yeah. And sometimes it's just, you know, getting out of your own head Mm -hmm. and just breaking the pattern, I think too. Cause I'm in this pattern of I'm at home. I have to run, 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 take care of the kid, run, work, take care of the kid, run, work. Um, but leaving the house that, that <laughs> I'm like, this is basic things like, you know, leaving the house is really good for my mental health. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. So what is the best piece of advice that you've been given or what advice would you give to somebody else starting out, starting out in your industry? I don't know that it's a tangible exactly word for word, but 
my mom, so I was homeschooled. Oh, okay. Um, not the whole way through, but a good bit. My mom did that and she was always very into like letting us follow our giftings or just things that we wanted to do. Right. Mm-hmm. So she would take me to, I played AAU basketball. She'd take me to that. I want to do music. She would take me to music classes. And it wasn't so much that, you know, she let me do the things, but she encouraged me and she believed in me. Mm, that's um, huge. Yeah. And I, I, I know that that's very lucky. A lot of people don't have that type of, uh, of parent figure or they just didn't know. So she always just kind of had this mindset of like, you can do it. You know, if I wanted to do something, you're like, yeah, like, of course, you're really good at that. Like you can, she believed in me. And so I think it's just, I believe that for other people too. I think we just need that encouragement. Like the, you can do it or the, well, why not? When, you know, when someone says like, oh, I want to do this, but well, why not? I mean, why don't, why don't you just try it? You know, that kind of thing. So I think that was the biggest piece of my childhood that probably encouraged me to do everything that I do now, the mm-hmm. why I try to do be a mom and a business owner at the same time. Yeah. And, you know, all those things, I think it stemmed from that. Um, so I don't know if that's exactly a piece of advice, but it was just kind of how she lived and how she encouraged me. And I think that's really kind of shaped my life. Yeah. To have somebody in your corner like that is such a gift. Yeah. And it's, it's not, I'm not special, <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm just a person and it's the same for everybody. Like everyone I mean, especially my business and social media, everyone can do it. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just doing it. Yeah. And so much of it is just starting and just trying, not believing the lie that you can't. Yeah. I mean, that holds a lot of people back mm-hmm. from what they want to do because they think somebody else is already doing it or somebody's doing it better or I have no place here, but just taking that first step. Well, and as you enter adulthood and as you get older, you see, I don't know, there's more, I think sometimes there's more barriers. Mm-hmm. And so kind of keeping that child like, well, what if I did this kind of thing? Well, you're a lot more likely to do it if you have that mindset. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think adulthood kind of sometimes pushes us down with all the, you know, the bills and the different things like that. All the adulting. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And you, the desire for you know consistency <laughs> um, that I like as well. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it holds you back from what can be amazing. So many people need social media. And mm-hmm. especially if you're starting as a freelancer or even a virtual assistant, like that can be very helpful to a small business because you know, my business is a little bit bigger now. So we don't help as many tiny businesses or mm-hmm. solopreneurs and things like that. Um, but there's so much need for it, even just creating a little, little post. So I think it's kind of creating a portfolio and then just being able to show people what you can do and just doing it on your own profile. Cause there's so many you know apps and things that can help you create content. I think just starting it. Yes. And again, I keep saying that. Just, <laughs> just start. Just <laughs> it's good advice though. I mean, just what is the worst that can happen? Yeah. You know, just try it. And if it doesn't work, we'll be like those clients. Like if it's not for you, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but at least you've tried. It's totally free to start. Yeah. You know, like just starting a profile. You can, if you, if you're embarrassed and you don't want your friends to see your posts, just create a new profile and don't tell anybody about it. <laughs> and it's, it's totally fine. And one of the things too about social media is the algorithm adapts to you. Mm. So if we're seeing negative things, we're going to continue to see negative things as we pause on. If you pause, if you like, uh, you're, even if you're not, you know, interacting with it, that pause tells the algorithm something. So 
So this explains why I get a bunch of videos on like the cute turtles that yes. wear the hats. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Yep. We feed into it. So yeah. And then fi- so I'll, when it comes to wanting to do social media, seek out those accounts that are creating good content that you like and then engage with those. And then the algorithm should start to show you more and help you come up with more creative ideas on how how to create content. So that's what I do. I'll get on my clients' accounts and look at their feed to see what kind of things they're seeing. And it's really informative um, to figure out, you know, what people are doing in different spaces to help Mm. you come up with ideas for creating content. Mm -hmm. Is that just, I'm just curious now, is that just for Instagram or is that? Oh, I mean, TikTok TikTok as well. Yeah. 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 TikTok's algorithm is probably even more accurate than well, it's, it's more intense anyway than, <laughs> than Instagram's because you pause for one second and it's going to send you more stuff. Whoa. My For You page started showing me these like people that were marrying um, people in prison one time. <laughs> There's this like whole rabbit trail I went down because I just paused because I was like, what is this? And then that's all it sent me for a long time. So don't pause. <laughs> it's weird. Just keep just keep scrolling. T- keep scrolling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now you know way too much about those people. Yeah. And then it's interesting. And then that's all you see. And you're like, okay, I got to start like going to the search bar and finding some other things. So it'll start. Turtles me. and hats. <laughs> may may I recommend? <laughs> yes. I'm going to do that next. So get, get some light in my life. It's really cute. His name is Fig. And he <laughs> eats, he eats like green things. So she'll even have, I don't know if she's a designer or whatever, but she'll have like a screen with this color palette and fig like comes up and tries to eat the green oh, on the, I mean, it's so cute. It is really cute. I love that. Well, I, yes, I love that. So to bring it all the way back around <laughs> to why we're here to talk about purpose, I have one less question for you. It may be the heaviest. Oh no. <laughs> um, but what is your why? Oh man. Uh, yeah, it goes back to right now. It's, you know, it's providing for my family I know that's cheesy, but that's just the truth of it. Not cheesy. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's great to do work for me and to make money, but right now I really just, I'm really focused on the family thing and making sure my son has what he needs. That's it right now. (laughs) I love the flexibility that we have as business owners where we can, we can take care of the people that we love and do the things that we really care about, but still make a living. And it doesn't mean that we have to choose one or the other, we can still love what we do while we're doing this other thing that we love too. So absolutely. That's a good note to end on. Thanks for coming today, Lauren. It's good to see you in person. Yeah. Real people. It's wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. This was fun. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. It's a treat. If you'd like to hear more, you can follow Lauren at Lauren Taves, that's T-O-E-W-S, or Taves Digital at Tavesco, T-O-E-W-S-C-O. We're also on Instagram at Doing Heart Things and at Maso Media. Thanks for joining us today. Did this conversation strike a chord with your heart? We'd love for you to share your story with us at mazomedia.com slash heart. Please also share, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate your help getting us into your friends' ears. We'll see you back here with the next episode. Until then, keep doing hard things. Doing Hard Things is brought to you by Mazo Media, an award-winning creative studio in Nashville, Tennessee. We work with people, brands, and organizations to help tell their stories through videography, photography, graphic design, and social content. We believe that everyone has a story worth telling, and it's in those stories that we build bridges to each other. Ready to share yours? 
Get started at mazomedia.com.